Hi, it's David Debbie here of the David Janovic Show on KSL News Radio. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast and also catch our show live on KSL News Radio. Now, you don't need a keyword to listen to us, but if you want to win the AirPods, keyword Beehive. Good job, Dave. So text that keyword to 57500 and you'll be entered to win a pair of AirPod Pros. And be sure to listen for a new keyword next week and every week this February for even more chances to win. Dave and Dejanovic, your morning companions for talk, analysis, and key perspectives on Utah's biggest stories on KSL News Radio. Replace your windows and doors without the hassle or baloney. Call Window World of Utah today. Dave and Dejanovic have inside sources. A New York judge uh, handed down a nine figure fine. Punishment of $355 million to former President Donald Trump for inflating his net worth. So Trump is ordered to pay $355 million in the civil fraud case. Also banned from doing business for three years in New York. Here's President Trump, former President Trump, after that ruling. This is the same game. All comes out of the DOJ. It all comes out of Biden. It's a witch hunt against his political opponent, the likes of which our country has never seen before. You see it in third world countries, banana republics, but you don't see it here. I've said before, I've always been worried about when the justice system has one set of rules for the rich and the powerful and then another set of rules for me. But it also feels like the rich and the powerful sometimes pay a, a disproportionate punishment. Like a nine-figure sum, I mean, $355 million. Dave Noriega is never going to get a $355 million anything from a judge. Um, You also said something about Kevin O'Leary, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay, so this kind of goes to the heart uh, of whether or not it it was even just to – to hold to hold Trump accountable for "quote unquote" inflating his net worth. This is uh, on CNN. Kevin O'Leary from Shark Tank. He's an investor, a real estate mogul. Right. This is what he had to say. Forget about Trump. Every single real estate developer everywhere on earth does this. If if you're going to sue this case and win, you got to sue every real estate developer everywhere. This is all they do. This is what they do all day long, every day. So I don't think this thing will ever survive appeal, regardless of what the fine is. This doesn't even make sense. Either and, that or it'll open up a big can of worms. Oh, yeah. Every single real estate developer who's been doing this, and by the way, it's bank fraud. You know, it could be uh, other forms of fraud. Uh, and this is, to me, this on a, on a smaller scale, although it was still a big scale, this is ultimately what ended up happening during the 2008 crash of the housing market is people were caught lying to get into homes and they were inflating their worth or what they were earning uh, in order to be able to qualify for a home that they were had no business buying. Boyd, uh, but what's your take on how this is going to impact President Trump as he runs for re-election. Yeah, there, there's so many nuances to this oh, whole yeah. conversation and so many places that you can go there. But a, a lot of it does come to the fact of what becomes political uh, and what is the, the policy component. Uh, and whether it's someone getting into a house they can't really afford, whether it's a bank 
willingly looking the other way because they can get somebody into that home. Uh, and then, of course, the, the crash, as you described it, Debbie. Uh, and then as, as O'Leary pointed out, look, everybody, everyone's doing this. This is, this is the game. This is the market. And so what does that do? And then you have this purely political component to it uh, as it relates to the former president. And I, I think the biggest challenge for the former president is when it comes to election, uh, it always comes down to two things. It's, it's about how much time do you have? And how many resources do you have? Uh, and all of these cases against the former president infringe on those two things that are absolutely critical to win, not a primary, not to become a nominee, but to win on the first Tuesday in November. Uh, president Biden just announced they had a really good January. They raised $42 million in a single month, in a single month. When most people are looking at their credit card statements saying, how am I going to cut back? They got people to open up their wallets to the tune of $42 million. The president has $150 million in the bank. So as you relate that to uh, the former president, the, the Trump campaign is dealing with an absence of time because he's going to have to be in a lot of courtrooms over the next several months as those play out. And they're using a lot of their resources to pay legal bills, which means you're not buying advertising, digital marketing, and all of those things you need to win in November. In the Deseret News Hinckley Institute of Politics, they did some some polling here in Utah, and they asked folks, do you think that the Trump indictments are politically motivated? And nearly 60% of Utahns said, yeah, absolutely. So all those things that you were describing, 60% of Utah says, yeah, all of that is just because you don't want that guy running, and we're going to remove either your money, your time, your effort to do so. Which is dirty, if that's the case. Yeah, uh, and and we've seen this play out several times. So if you go back to 2016, uh, the shoe was on the other foot in terms of Hillary Clinton. And if you ask Democrats in 2016 if most of the things coming out of the Department of Justice were targeted at her for political purposes, you would have had 60 or 70 percent of Democrats would have said yes, absolutely. And so it doesn't surprise me from the political perspective in terms of are these things targeted. The thing that worries me thing that worries me is that as we continue to weaponize all elements of government, uh, that undermines the trust of every voter across the political So spectrum. should we just let these go then? Should we just have let President Trump get away, former president, well, he was president during some of this, or these allegations, get away with inflating uh, the property values? Because there are a lot of people who did get away with it Yeah. Uh, during the housing <laughs> yeah. crisis. They, by the, they're lucky. That's all it is. They weren't good because they documented their fraud in bank records. They were just lucky there weren't the resources to go after them. Um, But there are some people who did go to prison. Uh, For example, I'm just using the housing. Yeah. Yeah. For significant periods of time. Um, And so do we just let these folks get away with um, lying to banks on records um, and then getting better interest rates as a result? Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, boy. Nobody's above the law. I shouldn't even ask that as a question because I don't think we should. And if you get plucked off, um, well, it's just like when everybody's speeding down I-15 and Everybody's doing 90 miles an hour, but you're yeah, the but, unfortunate yeah, but, yeah, but. one. Hold on, hold on, though. I think you make a good compare. I think you make a the very argument you say, as we're driving down the freeway, it's clearly 70 miles an hour, but we allow 75 or 77. We won't pull you over. The cops, that is industry standard, right? No one's pulling you over for 71, although it is breaking 
the, the law. law, right? Yeah. There's no question that 71 is every bit breaking the law is 77 or 82. It's still breaking the law. But when industry standard says, we're going to give you a little bit of a cushion, and then you have a media or a, a, a real estate mogul that's saying, this is industry standard, everybody does it, then you can't hold everybody accountable unless, or one person accountable if everybody is being ignored. Yeah. Uh, did, did, has the Justice Department just only held Donald Trump accountable? Because $355 million I, well, I'm just says saying, so. Like, I'm, <laughs> he may I'm, be the most prominent I, I, and largest. <laughs> I, I, I throw that out there yeah. knowing that we get news releases every single day yeah. from the Department of Justice, and we can look online and find out who they are putting away for fraud or they are fining for fraud. Now, this was a civil trial. Yeah. It wasn't a criminal trial. Right. Um, but but look, I mean, boo-hoo, then don't inflate the values. That's right. Don't inflate the values. That's, Just do everything by the book. That's right. And this it's is, a really simple answer it, here. It's a, it's a super simple am- answer. And, and we can do the, the yeah buts and we can do everybody else is doing it kind of thing. But the reality is is, is when you make that choice, when you make that choice, I, I mean, our, our law enforcement folks say, you know what? Driving at 71 or 72 is more dangerous. And it just plays out. So it is a reality. And so the thing that I think we have to teach our children and each other is, yeah, you can go by what everybody else is doing, but there is an absolute predictability of consequences. And so if you go beyond the law, whether everybody else got away with it or not is not the issue. The issue is what did you do, which takes us back to a completely different conversation that we're never having in our politics today. And that is about basic integrity. Basic integrity. Uh, and if we can't get back to that, if we can't get back to the chewing gum test, uh, that is the ultimate test of integrity. When you have your gum, all you got to do is look under the table. Yeah, and, right, and so someone, right. someone made a choice. I, someone I, made a choice. Lloyd, I literally saw a wad of chewing gum at the gym on Sunday. Somebody at Vasa in South Jordan, and I'm going to figure out who it is one day, put it in yeah. Actually, like in the drinking fountain yeah. right there. And, and it, I was like, are you kidding me yeah. right now? Because it, that's literally the only place that people can fill up their water it, bottles. It's the new, it's the new political test. It's the chewing gum test. I love it. Uh, and, it. and it's also this whole idea of a person is not honest just because they haven't had the chance to lie. Ugh. And when the And when the opportunity comes and no one's love looking... It. That's someone we want in elected office. And we've gotten so far afield from that conversation that we're too worried about weaponizing the Department of Justice or skirting this law or that or who gets held accountable, who doesn't. The issue comes back and it starts in our own homes and neighborhoods and community. Uh, and that is, where is that sense of integrity? If we don't start there, uh, the end is uh, not going to be pretty. Boyd Matheson. Inside sources today from 1 to 3. Thanks, Boyd. Next, you'll hear more coverage of the sentencing of Ruby Frankie, the YouTube star and mother who is going away for child abuse. With my deepest regret and sorrow for my family and my children, guilty.